0: I'm Allie J. and I'm Crystal O. and welcome to Not Your Token Black Girl, where we recover from spreading Black Girl Magic wherever we go, from careers and cocktails to men and mental health. We're breaking it all down on what it means to wear the token crown.
1: So if you've ever said, "I'm not your token," fill in the blank, then this podcast is for you—a fun and witty show that's a little bit shady but a hundred percent true. It's Saturday brunch combo with the girls in a quick 20 minutes. Now let's get
0: started. On today's episode of Not Your Token Black Girl, we're discussing our journey and evolution as women.
1: Hey, girl. Hey, sister. How's your, how's your week going so far? Oh, How was good. your week, should I say?
0: It's, it was good. You know, I just have so much that I'm juggling, which... I'm always complaining about that. Everyone has so much that they're juggling these days, but yeah. I just feel like between work and business ventures and the pod and the blog and photo shoots and momming and wifing
1: and friending and all of I really that. like the blog posts lately. They're what? so
0: good.
1: You like it? I mean, all of them, they're just really good. Oh, um, thanks. I mean, um, they're secretly gassing you up every time showing all, everybody around me. I'm like, look at what my girl is doing. <laughs>
0: Appreciate that, fam. I appreciate that.
1: Yes, I really try. I love it. Um, but now how's um how's the new gig though? The- I always think about how you're doing that and all the other stuff.
0: Yeah, so for my listeners or our listeners who don't know, I've had so much going on. COVID completely ransacked my business and I said, you know, I'll never yeah. be an employee again. I'm such an entrepreneur, but I was really fortunate to get picked up by um, a previous client and um, they came in right in the nick of time. I really wasn't looking. I was just going to stay in the trenches and try to save my business. But I think for my mental, physical, spiritual health, it was time for me to bow out gracefully. So the new gig is actually going really well. Um, Yeah. I love it that while it's an established company, publicly traded and all of that, they still very much operate like a startup. Um, and my manager is so great. Like I told her, you know, just let me flex. Just let me do me. Uh, I'll yeah. holler at you if I need something and she's really allowed me to do that. Um, I'm only about a month and a half in, um, but if it keeps going like this, you know, all good in the hood.
1: No, I love that.
0: Yeah. How's yeah. your world?
1: Girl, it's good. I mean, I'm, happy that the marketing world is taking an upswing right in time for the holiday months. A lot of campaigns going. So that's been really fun. Um, I learned the dark side of management of managing influencers recently. And that was kind of a shock to me, but girl, I just started managing um, an influencer that I was like obsessed with the person. I won't like say gender or anything, but obsessed and wanted to take, take them under my wing and yeah. kind of push them forward. Cause that's my whole job. Like I love to do that. Yeah, And it just got real diva really quick. No, And you know, I typically work with big brands. Like I don't, I haven't really done a lot where I'm just managing influencers. I manage brands a lot of the time in their campaigns. So this time I'm like, I'm going to start, you know, I really think the influencer should have power in the situation. I want to manage them and kind of push them forward. And sure enough, I got my first diva and diva, divo. I won't tell which one it was, again, <laughs> but it was, and again, love, love, love this person. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, we just couldn't do what the person needed or mm-hmm. I couldn't provide that. And it stressed me out. Cause you know how I am. I want to like help everybody. Like I want, to just like, yeah, I want you to have deals every single day if it's up to me. Yeah. But I don't know. So that was stressful. But other than that, like things are back to normal. My business is thriving. I'm so, I feel so blessed by that girl. Cause you know, I was yeah. scared. I was I like, Ooh. It was gonna Come around. Girl.
0: girl I do. But it was
1: a scary little time there. I was like, ain't nobody buying nothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, What is we going to do?
0: <laughs> it's America. Give it a, give it a second. Yeah. We
1: needed a second. <laughs> right. But also, the debate this week had me hella stressed, okay? Yeah. So, there was that, but...
0: That's a battle for another day. Totally. But anyways...
1: So, with all those things, <laughs> we should just hop into what we were going to talk about for today. Um, and I think it's an important, important thing to cover. And I don't think we've talked about it enough with, like, how we've evolved as women. Yeah. And just the confidence it takes to get to where I know where I am right now and where you are. Um, and we've talked about this a lot offline, but like, I think it's important to share those journeys because I don't think, I think now when we're inundated at all moments, what perceived confidence or like performative confidence is probably the better way to put that. Um, I think it's important to talk about those internal things
0: yeah, and like
1: how, you're, we're evolving to get there and, and how that, you know, pulls into being a woman, right?
0: Yeah, that's so true. Because um, I think our listeners who have been tracking with us for a while now know that you and I met as girls, really, mm-hmm. we were teenage girls. Um, and while we were in college, and we thought we were grown, Girl. we were not. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that time, like a bug came out of your
1: Oh my gosh, out of my vent. And we freaked out. <laughs> and we went and found, we won't name his name.
0: <laughs> he who will not be named.
1: <laughs> Girl, he who will not be named. But we freaked out. We were like running out of my car. And it turned out it was just like the vent stuff or whatever. So we thought it was a whole bug or a snake. That was so funny. Mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. But I just think back on how... Young and inexperienced and unsure, we were. Um, We thought we were sure, but looking back, we didn't know what the hell we were doing.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, We didn't really
0: know who we wanted to be. Like, we knew what we wanted to do, but we didn't know who we wanted to be as individuals. You know what I'm saying? I think we were still evolving. And I think as human beings, we're always evolving, but I'm really interested in seeing women's evolution because while men may become husbands fathers grandfathers what have you it's different for women because we're actually the ones bringing life into the world we're usually the backbone of our family tree like we're the ones opening the most businesses and kicking the most butt so our evolution is more interesting to me and maybe that's because i'm constantly evolving as a black woman
1: Yeah, but you know what to think about too? Do you ever think of like, because we bring up how we met in college again, we were like so young, like I think I was 17, 18, you know, we were just super, we were still teenagers essentially. And we meet and to think about from that age to then when we went to, when you were in grad school and I was let's say living my best life, um, like that age, like the evolution there, like that was huge. Right. Wow. And then from now, from that age when we were in our in grad or whatever to even now in our thirties, like it's just such a, a strange journey and it's different. And I feel like my mind has changed a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't know, what are some of like the biggest ways you think you've evolved?
0: I think I've become more secure in who I am and accepting that. Um, And I think what I really am proud of is accepting that the woman I am might not be everyone's cup of tea, Mm -hmm. but it is for me and my husband and the family that we're building. Um, I think for so long I was, I still am a people pleaser, but I really wanted to please my parents please, my friends, please, whoever I was with. I was like inundated by just having to please everyone. And now, and not that I'm like some rebel that says, okay, if my mom tells me to wear a gray blouse, I'm not doing it because I'm a strong independent woman and I'm wearing a hot pink blouse. It's not like that. But if I have to make a decision that's best for me and my family, and it might contradict what my mom wanted for us, I no longer squirm and I'm squeamish. Um, and oh my that gosh, that's
1: such a big one.
0: Great amount of growth because, you know, in the South, especially in these black Southern families, girl, you don't deviate. Even when you fully grown with a whole husband, a whole mortgage, a whole baby, if mama says to do something, you better do it with a smile. And I really had to come to the realization that now I'm that mom and my mom is only doing that because she thinks that's what best. That's what's best for me. And now it's my responsibility to, you know, filter that and say, okay, this is a value to me, her input, because she is my mom and because she has been such a guiding force in my life. But looking at the woman I am today, let me also consider that based on my outlook on the world, do I think this is the best decision for me or for Mike or for my daughter? Because now her responsibility for me is the responsibilities I have for Aria. So that was huge growth. For
1: me. No, I feel like that is such a big one. And I think we don't talk about it enough because I don't even know if it's just Southern parents, but like, I know my parents are probably the first version of the helicopter parents. If you ever had one, right. Like I, but I'm, I'm also very close to them. I go to my parents' house every week, like every, every other day, like my parents come and see me and that was huge. I think that's a way that I have grown a little bit. I've worked on that, especially when I got married with like understanding that I'm now the like woman of my home and I have to lead this. And it's not about me going to my parents or asking my mom for things or, you know, like it's just different. And I think maybe yours is even more, I guess, grandiose, right? Cause you have a baby involved where it's like, now you're the mother to that baby. And you're like, well, yeah, I'm not going to listen to my mom to for everything because I'm also, I'm a mom and I want to instill certain things too. So I think that is a huge one. But that, I like, think it's
0: even more grandiose because if I go back to pre-Aria, just becoming a wife, that is, that was big. I, yeah. had, like you, had to go through a very uncomfortable period of saying, I'm no longer... I mean, I'll always be Team Jackson, but that's not the team I play for yeah. anymore. I am Team Ohiquare and I have yeah. to do what's in the best interest of my husband and me and our unit. And yeah. I think that's something I still struggle with today. Like, I'll always do what's best for me and Mike, but there is still some heartstrings that are being pulled when I'm like, is my mom going to be okay with this? my brother or sister going to be okay with this? my dad going to be okay with this? Um and so I don't know if that's just part of the evolution of life as as you take yeah. on the wife role um and it's very different right from being a girlfriend to a fiance that gets a little bit more defined and then once you go from fiance to wife it's very defined we are yeah. we're one family but we are two family units um and so, I don't know, I really had to work on that. And each season in my life as I've taken on more responsibility in becoming a wife and becoming a mom and whatever the heck else is next, it seems to become harder to, uh, yeah. to grow. Because I'm like, this isn't normal. Like, I've known my core original family unit for, I'll just say, several decades. Um, <laughs> I haven't known this little person as long. I haven't, you know, so it's things like that. Um, but it's, it's something that I'm constantly working on. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think that's the evolution. into womanhood. That's like the number that that's like huge number one, right. With coming kind of moving into your own family unit and making that priority. And I'm like, you girl, you know, I still struggle with it. I'm like, a mama's baby daddy's mama's girl dad. to the core like but I do have to I'm really that's one of the things that I'm still working on daily and involving because yeah it's a lot Albert and my mom though it's so funny because literally at times um, out, my mom will be like Al- uh, that's my baby don't do that and Albert will be like no that's my baby <laughs> like <it's laughs> Like, he's so silly. So, no, that's a huge one for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think something else um, that I think I've witnessed in both of us is just becoming more comfortable in walking away from relationships that aren't positive. Um, I know when friendships, relationships, whatever, fade out or end abruptly, I used to take it really, really hard, and, and I still mm-hmm. take it hard. But it was like a devastating blow, and now I've come to the realization that some relationships are for a season. Some relationships, like ours, like yeah. we go together, is for life,
1: right? We're together, girl. We're like girl, you ain't breaking up with me, soon. No, <laughs> but so- no, you're so. That's right. <laughs> like, yeah. That's right. Relationships. I think that that probably is one of my biggest um, growth, things of growth that happened in my life was fr- a friendship that really broke up. And it may, now as I'm growing growing up, I'm realizing it may have had a lot to do with how I was at the time, my immaturity. But like, it really helped me to grow and to realize like, not every relationship is forever like some things come in for a seasons and then the ones the relationships that you value you have to put like you have to put the value on like you have Mm -hmm. to invest in them like friendships you know are they are relationships right they're almost close to a marriage without the contract unless you cynthia and you got a friendship contract girl bye (laughs) but no that that is such a big one too
0: yeah yeah I think I've also evolved with my body, accepting what my body is. Yeah. This is what I'm still struggling with, um, because my body doesn't look the same
1: mm-hmm.
0: for a number of reasons. Partly because I'm greedy and I just be eating. And I'm older Ooh. now and I can't eat. I'd <laughs>
1: <I'm so hungry.
0: laughs> be so hungry. I'd be so hungry. But partly because I got married and we were doing what married people do. And then I got knocked up and now my boobs don't sit where they do. <laughs> my tummy's not as flat. My butt's <laughs> not as so high. My waist's not as defined. I'm going to work on that. But... Um, <laughs> you know, I've got a couple marks where I used to not have marks and I've got a huge scar where I used to not have a scar. So yeah. um, It took a long time. And even sometimes I fall back like, oh my gosh, like look at my body. But I will say it took me a long time to come to the acceptance and kind of be proud of how my body's evolved. I've brought a whole life into the world with this body. um, And that's something to be proud of. Um, yeah. and so going from, Oh, I've got stretch marks to, Oh, I've got mommy scars, but look at this cute baby I've got. Um, yeah. I know that was a journey that I think a lot of women go on. And I think it's really sad when we don't work actively work towards evolving towards acceptance of our body because yeah. women are so incredible. The things that we can do, um, but I
1: like that people are so open about that now. Like
0: yeah.
1: I feel like if social media is good for anything, that's one of the ways that I think ha- it's really helped with confidence is, you know, body image, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are some distorted images and I know that there's so much Photoshop and whatever, but if you look to the people that are really being genuine about their scars, like I know I had to go, you know, I, I had to unfollow unrealistic things that I felt like were unrealistic to me. And I started following people that I felt I closely identified with more and so that I could see images of like things that would make me feel confident. Right. And I think that's one, that's a good way that social media has helped. Right. Yeah. But the, the body image thing is huge with confidence and, and becoming confident. Yeah. Um, and I know I struggle with that too all the time like I just I don't know I think about it I'm like I'm I'm more so just I've gotten more shy I've become more shy as I've gotten older um for like odd reasons like which is why I don't want to be ta- like I, I don't want to take pictures and put them on social media of myself like I'm yeah that's one of my things it's and I'm always like, is that a confidence thing? Or is it just like my personality of not wanting to be like out there? You know, like yeah. I, I know we've talked about this before. I just don't, I'm like, it's a thing I, I meditate about too. I'm like, I want to be more confident. I want to appear confident at all moments. And I don't know that I lack confidence. I think that it's more so the latter of that where it's like, I just don't want to be out there. Yeah. But then I'm like, maybe it's not, maybe it's a confidence thing. I
0: don't know. I don't know. And I don't think anyone can tell you. I think that has, you have to resolve that on your own. And there's not a lot of times where I'm like, that's on you girl. But I think that really is self-exploration because what I hate is when people are like, Alex, you have like this model body, you're gorgeous, your hair is, but that's your opinion of me. That's not, confidence starts from within. You can compliment someone all day and say, I wish I had what you had. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: until you have that self-validation, those compliments really fall on deaf ears. So, um, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think you lack confidence. You've always been kind of distant (laughs) with like, you know, really just having a public persona. Um, and maybe that's something we dive into either online with our listeners in another episode or offline, but as we look to, you know, accomplish our goals for the pod and the brand and all of that, it comes with, you know, a public image, a public persona and really letting the people that are following us and listening to us see our truths and both the good and the bad. And we have to have a conversation. Are we comfortable with evolving publicly, when that's typically and I think done that privately. is
1: what you just said is the big thing because I know when we even first started this, and you were like, "Okay, Allie, you got you like you must. It is a must. Got get to get on Instagram. You got to get an Instagram. You got to post at least something." And I was like, "No, no," and I fought it, and I was, and now I'm so happy that you made me do that and get that's out of my comfort zone. Great
0: content.
1: I just be on Twitter. <laughs> And i've realized that i like twitter because it's no, it's not a lot of images and so but you know that's one of the things that has helped me evolve is you telling me hey no get out of your comfort zone get an ig just we gotta have this for our podcast so just do it and it's really helped like i think but i do think that's a conversation we should continue to have so that our listeners know that like we're doing this and this started as us trying to make sure that we were able to connect all the time. Cause we, life happens. Yeah. Um, but now it's really helped in like evolving personally in a lot of different ways, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: and I so would yeah. just, I think it's good for, you know, obviously people who are in your inner circle to help push you and grow you, you know, we grow in our most uncomfortable moments, yeah. but I also <laughs> want to make sure that, and this is for me and for our listeners that you grow in a health, in a healthy pace, right. Or at a healthy pace, right. So there is a delicate balance between, okay, I'm going to push you because I can see you being great here. um, based on our previous conversations, based on the goals, um, you and I have agreed to, for this project that we're working on together, or based on where you said you want to go in your life. But the follow-up to that is I want to make sure that I'm pushing you enough to be a little uncomfortable, not where it's you know, that uncomfortable feeling is overshadowing any growth potential. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think
0: it can do the opposite of what you intended. If it's too uncomfortable.
1: But no, this is the comfort level that I have right now is so good. But I think what you're saying is important for everybody to hear because it helped me for sure with like, just getting out and being like, okay, I'm down. Let's talk about things. <laughs> and and <laughs> I will be on IG putting some stuff. Like, like it's, it's just great. And I think everybody should think t- to do that, to try things, to get out of their comfort zone because that is how you develop. And that's exactly what we're talking about, how you grow into being the woman that you um, want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Stepping outside. So, well, yeah, I've been... Up. Yeah. sorry. Sorry. I'm, I was just about to end this podcast without even, (laughs) I was just saying, I'm holding in this burp girl. You got to end this.
0: We're real people guys. We are not so fake-headed you see on social media.
1: I'm sorry, friends. (laughs) I'm so sorry, but I got to mute myself. I have to belch.
0: Oh my God. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I see Alex choking to death on this zoom video chat we're recording on. She's now about to fall out of her chair. Bless this hot mess that I love dearly. Hit us up on IG, follow Allie on Twitter. That's the only place she'll probably engage with you. Let us know how you're evolving in womanhood and beyond, and we'll chat with you next week.
1: This is Allie J, and I'm
0: Crystal O, and that's it for this week.
1: Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 12 p.m. Central for another episode of Not Your Token Black Girl. And also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google, and follow me at Basic Alley on Instagram. Follow me
0: on Instagram and Twitter at the Crystal O. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health.